ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. It is Marvel Monday. I am your host, Mark Valentine, host of this Diz Life podcast, as we welcome, as always, our all-star panel uh, back to the show. Welcoming back to the show. It was so nice. We asked him to do it twice. Tonight, Marky Mark from the United We Fan podcast. Uh, <laughs> I like it. So, right, guys, I had to throw the name tags up right away. And welcome to my to my co-host, Brian with a Y from United We Fan as well. Always riding, always riding shotgun with me here at Marvel Monday. And then rounding out our all-star panel, Brian with an I from Mouse Ears and Magic. And the one, the only, the man of the people, the wolf from the Wolf and Wookiee Walt Disney World podcast. Gentlemen, welcome to Monday. Uh, welcome to all of you that uh, that join us on Monday to get your daily dose of, of Marvel. We wait all weekend for this. We, we stay off of the internet. We mind our P's and Q's. We don't ruin it for the peoples out there so that they can save all of their energy, channel all of their energy, and come in here at, and come in hot, as they say in the, in the industry. So welcome, everybody. Don't forget, smash that share button. You know, help us out. Tell, tell more people to, to fan out with us. Hit that, hit that share button if you're over on YouTube or if you have that share button over on Facebook. Justin's already – he's doing work. There we go. This is how you do it, Justin. You, you just put your boys on blast and you tell them, like, get, get in here. Let's, let's go. Let's talk about this thing. Ethan's saying hi to everybody. Uh, Mouse ears and magic. Welcome in, everybody. Take a second. Yeah, just they're reminding you, hit that share button. This helps us over at YouTube. James is, is hooking us up and helping us out. Uh, Rob, thank you, sir. Um, we're sporting the uh, Magic Monday Lane shirt today. That we're uh, we're like super we're super excited to to be sporting that. And check check this out. I'm sorry, guys. I know this is not Marvel related, but I hooked up a pair of authentic Piano Rob shades from Walrus Carp Clothing Company. That when you when you want to be cool like Piano Rob, you hit up Walrus Carp. I love the merch over there. Check them out as well. Did you should wear those the whole show. I, I, I should. I could be like uh, like melted ice cream Thor in the, in right. the <laughs> just sitting there like this the whole the whole time. So welcome everybody. Jennifer is here. She says finally she needs all the answers. Dwayne, welcome. Lori, welcome. And a big shout out. Big shout out to Walrus Carp Clothing Company. They're they're awesome. I uh, I got that stuff today. I got the swag today. So really excited. So guys, this episode, Brian Brian with an eye. Brian from Mouse Years and Magic already told us that uh, 11, 11 times. Brian, I don't know how many times I lost count. <laughs> he lost count. But he You're said, "Catching me, man. You're catching me." He said he doesn't know. He doesn't know if he's ready. <laughs> At eleven viewers, <laughs> that. I, I have to say, I'm not doing that to put you on blast, but with 11 viewings and the man says to us, I still don't know if I'm fully ready. That is the mark of a, of a great show it that is. Yeah. you can watch it 11 times and it still is pulling you in different directions. So I, I, I dig it. What is up, Matt? What's up everybody? Hey, Francis. Welcome. Uh, thank you. James is reminding us and, and helping us out. My my wife's show, my wife and Janet Prundle and Jennifer Carreri, their show goes up Wednesday. That's James Moana Jr. Oh, I got Sorry. a little feedback. Uh, the show ticks for you, event details. Uh, we'll, we'll put that up in the comments a few times today. Go support those kids. They do a great job. And um, 
you know, let's 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 help them out this week. They're they're pretty amazing kids. But guys, let's go around the horn just quick reactions before we get into the audience. Uh, just as a reminder for those of you that are in the audience, we love to make Marvel Monday interactive. We've been collecting questions on the interwebs all day, but if you have a question that you want to get in there, throw it to us in the comments. If we know, uh, you know, we'll we'll answer. If we don't know it, we'll speculate. And if we really don't know it, then we throw it over to Darcy. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know. And then she, we just let her answer for us. <laughs> so my co-host, Brian, man, tell, give us your opinion, your thoughts. I, uh, I want to apologize to everybody. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. All right. I'm having some audio uh, technical difficulties, so I may be on a bit of a delay. Um, it's not every weekend that you get to watch two shows where you think both main characters – uh, made a deal with the devil. Wanda might have. Tom Brady definitely did. Uh, so, <laughs> something's, uh, so something's going on. But I, uh, I love, I love the show so much. But I hate that guy. I hate number twelve, mm-hmm. man. I'm so done with him. So congratulations to him. Blah blah blah. But get out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he made a deal with the Sith Lord. Oh, they have been known to grant unnatural powers. So. <laughs> Maybe maybe it's not the devil. Maybe Palpatine has has imbued him with power. What's the difference? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so my my counter my counterpart from another universe, Marky Mark. Your your thoughts on this one? Um, I I like how it went back. They're balancing um, outside of what did Darcy call it? The um, the hex. The hex. The hex. Thank you. Um, how they're balancing being in the hex, outside the hex. I think for all those people who thought it had a slow start, I think those fans, those viewers will be more interested in it. Oh, gosh. I mean, there's... Yeah, he, he is. He is. I mean, that's the problem here. Like, I mean, So I think it was a really fun episode, and Vision is becoming self-aware. We'll go mm-hmm. with that. So, And then I don't think – that ending was the Luke Skywalker moment that we are being hinted at. So, but yeah, it was, I, agree. I, I would like to address that specifically. I agree with you that that moment was not the Luke Skywalker moment, but I it's still out there. This. I need to Can get we? in on this. I, she was, oh, she was coerced into it. She was coerced. She never said it was Luke Skywalker. The interviewer is the one that put those words in her mouth. She never said, right. it, so let's give her the benefit of the doubt here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And can we also? I don't think we can go anywhere without talking about Baby Vision, and maybe <laughs> talk about who's cuter, Baby Vision, Baby Yoda, sorry, the child, or Baby Groot, which Ooh. one's cuter? We're always we will always go with it's Baby. Just, yeah, for for clarification, Goku. Baby Yoda is always okay. You don't yeah. have to call him by his proper name. <laughs> We Grogu. didn't call him. We didn't call him the child. Though marketing wanted us to call him the child for for a season and a half, we didn't. Yeah. So right. we're gonna listen. Baby Yoda is what we have deemed dubbed him, and Baby Yoda <laughs> he shall remain forever. That's it. Yeah. And and he's also the cutest, by the way, too. I'll settle yeah. that debate. <laughs> so Brian from Mouse Years of Magic, I want to I want to ask you this specifically, because the style of the episode was something that we kind of talked about going back and forth. Of the, is it going to go back to purely being the sitcom? Is it going to go bounce between the two, or is it going to be outside and then we get a little glimpse in? Did you like them bouncing back and forth throughout the episode? Did it did it have a good flow for you? I thought it did. 
Uh, at first, I didn't like it. I thought um, my originally my original thoughts were that it was going to be the 80s episode and then lead into what was going to happen or vice versa. But I liked how it bounced back and forth. It worked for me. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think, Ethan, as a, as a, as the, the everyday man? Yeah. Uh, so, I, for you? so I'm trying to catch up to you guys. I watched it three times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only at five. I'm only so, at five. Okay. All right. So yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting close. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you want to know something? There were there were interesting moments in this, and I don't I don't know if now, as sort of the regular everyday watcher, that every moment I feel like I'm looking at every like minute, going, "Is that something I should be paying attention to? Is that something I should be paying attention to? Is that is that?" And I just I get nervous, so I'm almost happy that I Andrew, watched it yeah. a few times. Yeah, there, there you go. Um, so I'm almost happy that I'm trying to like take it in a couple more times to to really understand it. Um, there were some really interesting moments, and being sort of the voice of the people, I I've got some questions that you know I'm sort of excited to ask you guys. I kind of held off on some of my questions uh, in in the chat that we have because I wanted to bring them to this forum because I think that they'll help. Uh, you know, sort of keeping keep everybody sort of in the loop, but yeah, all, all to do with the episode itself. I promise. Go ahead, Brian. Take take it, take it away, Brian. With I, if I can give everybody some, some advice, when you watch it the first time, just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just enjoy the episode. That's what I do. Yep. yep. Good and advice. Do do not try to take too much in. Just enjoy the episode, and then when yep. you go back you can start to look for the Easter eggs and the things that you recognize kind of like, you know, so here, here was the problem that we all joked about in our, in our Marvel Monday chat over the weekend. The great thing about this show is it makes you think, but maybe we've gone with this last episode. Maybe we've also gone off the deep end and not we five of us, but like we as a society, if I have to watch one more definitive TikTok video <laughs> about oh, a TikTok. Really confirms Reed yeah. Richards. Oh, yeah, uh, so uh, like, so uh, can we just like every TikToker in the world thinks that they're in the writing room for this show and they've, they've definitively, I've heard a definitive Dormammu. I've heard a definitive X-Men. I've heard yep. a definitive Magneto. I've heard a definitive professor X. I've heard yep. a definitive, uh, I'm trying to uh, read Richards and the fantastic four. I mean, the, everybody is now so certain that they've watched it like backwards and they played the audio backwards and John, you know, John is not dead. And, and there's all kinds of other stuff going on in the, in the audio reverse. And it's like, I listened to it with the Portuguese on. And if you translate it roughly, it means this we've, I, I, I have to say to what Brian has just alluded to, Maybe we've gone a little crazy now that episode five's <laughs> come out. Maybe we have to get back to just enjoying it again and not trying to read the tea leaves on every single thing that pops up on screen. But also those TikTokers are getting ratings and comments and likes. Yeah. So Mark, yeah. you know that from poking the bear with uh, melted ice cream Thor. Yo, the hate mail, the hate mail is still coming in. On melted ice cream and Thor. Good, good. Yeah, just, but mo- most of it, I have to also say, most of it, which I also like, are from female fans. 
that are many of whom are just sending me like shirtless pictures of of Thor and not even as and not even as Thor. They're just sending me like half naked pictures of Chris Helmsworth. And I'm like, that's not even him as Thor. They're like, I don't care. I don't care. He's not melted ice cream. Look at that hunk of a man. Some people have really like come come after me and it's fun. It's funny. I have to say I'm having a good time with it. Uh, I just hit me. He meant the picture of baby vision. I need to sleep clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one in the um the intro seeing vision grow. The growing, up, uh, yeah, the growing the growing baby Yoda to Yoda oh. or sorry, um vision. Baby vision. <laughs> that was my reenactment of baby vision. It's awful. <laughs> Little Uzi Vert is the new vision, just saying. Just saying. Uh, yeah, Mark so wore his Mark wore his jersey and came to fight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, there, here we go. Here we go. What else? I love Thor. <laughs> Alicia's, I will say, Alicia's one of the only people who didn't attack me because she's she's got love for Fat Thor. Can I it's, just... It's I, the ultimate dad bod. I definitely loved it when <laughs> Tony Stark goes, <laughs> on your left, Lebowski. Or <laughs> it just made me so happy, and I don't know how I didn't think of it when I first looked at him. And I was like, "Oh my god, he is the dude! He's <laughs> the dude! He is the dude!" Or bites. All right, <laughs> all right, guys. So um, we don't we don't really do a lot of we don't do a lot of recaps, but let me like at the thirty thousand foot view. The episode jumps in and out of the hex. We get the we get the cool name we get the cool name for the hex as well. Thanks, um, but we get, yeah, we get to bounce back and forth. Really cool 80s family ties, growing pains, full house vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Heavily influenced the style of the episode itself. Um, I, I fanned out really hard. I'm a big fan of all 80s television. So this took me back. It was like a, a, a comfort zone for me in terms of watching. If I, if I, if I were prompted, I could probably break out and Ethan could accompany me. We could sing the growing, the growing pains theme right, <laughs> right here. And now that one, that one was like all the feels. All right. But, listeners, should they do it? Start that. Uh, <laughs> Show me that smile again. <laughs> Don't waste another minute on the prize. This is where you really see the audio delays. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I, and I have the montage of me going from from a baby up to to current day that that we can we can put on air to coincide with my with my my singing. I feel like it would be in Funko version for you. It it would. It would be <laughs> but it uh, the episode was really great because almost right away we start to see the imaginary construct fall apart within the very first scene as Agnes kind of breaks the fourth wall. I think now that we're going to start to see that fourth wall breaking down rather rapidly. Someone brought it up on the show that as we get further into the future, the breaks in reality are going to be harder for Wanda to, to see because the technology as it mirrors the current day, yep, it's going to, it's going to start to become harder for Wanda to detect what is under the hex's control and what is sword trying to uh, infiltrate. So you started to see that right away too at work with with uh, Monica bringing some '80s tech back into action with the drone. But um, I, I I loved this episode. Brian kind of alluded to this to say the style worked for me. If this is the style moving forward, 
Um, I know it's going to make a lot of casual fans happy that we're not going to just stay in the sitcom, but I really thought they found a really nice balance, but also it made those moments where it fell apart that much more powerful. Um, like v vision. And this is the only thing I'm just going to say with this vision stole the episode for me. Um, I, I think everyone in this, in this series is just, I, I mean, like golden globes all around for all of them that they're amazing, but vision really stole this episode for me that I think that, uh, that, that last sequence and that last scene was pretty amazing when he starts to lose. We really have not seen vision lose his cool. It's a powerful, Ever. it's a powerful scene. That was a big moment. Like in all of, I, Mark, well, I love so much that. In it too. Yeah. Go ahead, Mark, jump Globe. in. I love that the Golden Globes are your um, high praise award. <laughs> Golden Globes all around. <laughs> Let's do Don't it. Don't worry about the Emmys or the Oscars. Golden I, <laughs> all right. So listen, don't get me on my soapbox about the Oscars. Not, I, I can't like, you, I, we don't have, have we a, don't have six hours. I have a soapbox right now for Hamilton <laughs> being nominated for Golden Globes. Listen to this week's United We Fan if you want to catch that. Yes. <laughs> about the movie that was, or the stage play that was recorded in 2016 being nominated for Golden Globe in 2021. So, anyways. But Mark, I want to I wanna jump in. You were talking about the 80s drone and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I got a question kind of last minute. Um, and it's a really easy question to answer, I think. I think we did talk about as we get closer to modern day, that 80s drone was fairly easy for Monica to find. That hex is red now. That hex is not penetrable like it was before. I think Wanda learned what its issue was and as we get close to modern day technology was going to be available. We yeah. see in the trailer that that big giant truck is trying to get through the hex and it can't even do it. Like I think the hex now can't be penetrated the same way it used to be able to. So I think yeah. that it went red because it's now a, a war zone basically. Yeah. And Brian, just really quick too, I just want to bring it up. Um, we're having a little bit of like an audio hiccup on, on your end. Okay. So I, I don't know. Uh, if... I don't know what to do. Um, yeah. Okay. Let it's me try something. Okay. I'm going to take you down for a second. Just to try to fix it. I, so... and we also have to shout out the Stark drone, that, that little nugget there. That was a Stark drone. So yeah. Stark coming back to us a little bit. So guys, as we do every single week, we try to field questions from our from our uh, people that would like to fan out there with us. We put them all in and preload them. We try to do the best that we can to get to all of them. Um, some of the some of the early ones are all dealing with the same character. So you know, and and when Brian uh, gets some of the audio stuff you know squared away, like we're going to pull him in, we can pull him back into some of these. But um, Brian from Asian Magic, I want to I want to ask you this because I know this was something that we were talking about over and over again you've gone you've gone to different places on where the series is going the twins you've talked about at great length wiccan and speed the new avengers so a lot of this was um really dealing with agnes and the babies and the babies aging so like one question that we got in, in some form or fashion like what was with agnes asking wanda if she like wants to take over and like do a retake in this episode. What was your take? What was your take on that? Cause again, that was the first break of the fourth wall where she looks at Wanda and says, do you, do you want to do that again? Should I go out? And, and then vision goes, what is what's happening? I thought, I thought that that moment was uh, actually, actually was surprised by that moment. 
I try not to watch any of the trailers or anything like that. I want to be genuinely surprised by each episode. And with that, um, it kind of took me by surprise. But it alludes to what we've been saying all along, that somebody else is helping with all this. And I still am on the Agatha Harkness thing. And she is she she's in that reality. She knows what's going on. So that part to where she's expecting Wanda to kind of rewind it and Wanda's like, eh, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. just let's roll with it. Uh kind of took me by surprise, big time. And there it's not that's not the only sequence, too. There's another sequence no, where another she sequence. yeah, she she uses her power and makes the dog collar appear. And Vision's even, you know, like he flips out and says, like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? And then you you also have when they start to fight, Wanda rolls the credits and Vision's not done with the discussion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Wolf. What was what were you going to say? It it just sort of seems like I wrote this down that it just seems like Vision seems to keep going off script. And Wanda continues to just try to play it off, especially in the beginning. You know, there's this, this, there's that exchange, and Agatha wants to sort of take it from, or Agnes wants to take it from the from the top, and 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 Vision Vision went off script. He's like, I don't think you should do that. When's the last time you wash your hands? When's the last? So, and then Wanda just simply tries to, to sort of play it off. The other thing that I thought was interesting within this sequence was when when the when the when the two of them were getting into an argument, the babies turned into five year olds. Is there any correlation to because I, I did try to like just mark down. So the other time that they changed was when they got into an argument about the puppy. So mm-hmm. is there any sort of correlation between an, the argument that they're having uh, and the kids wanting to avoid that and growing older so that way everything can be resolved? Yeah. So let's let's go. We can go to that right now. It's and that, there I'm was so, at least yeah. no no no. There was at least six questions about this one. So like, wh- why are they aging so fast, Brian? Go ahead. I. Can, can you hear me any better? Yeah, yeah you sound great now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I think that Agnes with the lavender, she's literally she's literally going doing a, a, a witch concoct potion, whatever you will. Um, she's kind of going in that circular motion with the lavender. I think that's what starts the aging process. I think Billy completely controlled when the, when the boys aged from five to ten. I think Billy has that power. Um, and jumping to the end of the episode, Quicksilver's back. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna test Tommy's speed for like for no pun intended. He's speed. Um, so I think the boys have powers. I think Wiccan did it, um, and I think Agnes wants it to happen. Yeah. No. Sebastian and, and Stephanie kind of just chimed in on that as well. It says Agnes wants to play with the kids, and when Vision says, "Now nah, we're good," Agnes insists that the redo because she needs to play with the kids. And uh, Brian. You you had that good catch with the her almost conjuring some kind of spell with the lavender. Like I didn't catch that on my my first and second viewing. When you said that in our private chat, a light bulb went off in my head, and I was like, "Yep, that that I that's it." We don't well, know exactly. She goes looking what it for is. the dark liquor too. She goes looking yeah. for the dark liquor. Like yeah. yeah. Uh, Stephanie says, "Did anyone else feel like Agnes didn't really ask? She almost told Juana, you want me to hold the babies?' Yeah, Cor- I, I correct. Yeah, I, I felt I, uh, that." I see that as Agnes fully confirming to Wanda that she knows what's going on and she can still get it past Vision, even though Vision's going to ask questions. 
he doesn't know, but Wanda now knows. Yeah. Right. And I think it points to this is this was the other question. How was Agnes able to snap out of it, even in front of Wanda and Vision when she asked, should we take it from the top? I think that that's that's a clear tell that she's she's not, not out of it. She's, she's not, not snapping it. out of it. She's just yeah. acting up. She's no. acting like she she really has been she has been play acting the whole time and I don't think that she's the only one. If oh, I nice. had to if I had to predict I think Dottie Dottie's in on it too. Yeah, I mean she comes in at the right time with the doghouse. I mean yeah. it's like she she already knows what's about to happen. So yeah. I mean She's in on it for sure. Yeah. So how does Agnes know what's going on? I, she's in on it. She's in on it. One way or another, she's definitely in on it. We've all said multiple times, if this is the first time you're tuning into Marvel Monday, everyone on this panel has said that she's Agatha Harkness. Everyone has said it. No one. I don't think there's a single viewer in the world at this point does, that does not think that she, that she isn't. Well, I mean, if you don't know who she is, then welcome to Marvel yeah. Monday. And now you're there yeah. with <laughs> No offense, Ethan, but I don't no, think no, we called her Agatha Harkness until we did. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Now now it's like second nature. <laughs> but I mean, it's the one thing I will say. I think the TikTok community has right. Hey, also, guys, I, I know we're talking about Wanda and Vision right now, but I would like to bring up the origin story that that is kind of happening in the background right now that we're, that a lot of people really aren't talking about. Do it, do it. Yep. You Go see ahead. It. So, yep. Yeah. So uh, you're seeing Monica become something, um, a big part of what's, what's happening is she's becoming a superhero. Yep. Uh, it, you see it, you see it in her tests and we don't know at this point if she's going to be photon Spectrum or the other aliases that she goes by, but uh, I'm pretty stoked about that myself. Right. Yeah, so she 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 emits light. Literally, she emits yeah. light, and that's why her her MRI didn't work or her CT okay, scan exactly. didn't work. That's why they're blank. I mean, the yeah. the blood draws, all that is going to do nothing. And it's Mar Monica's not hiding it. I don't think Monica knows, but she just yeah. wants to get back to work. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote that she here. Has. Why isn't? Why didn't the X-ray work? Why the blood work isn't coming? Like, yeah, she's super. And and I sort of said this. I think it was last week when she came through. She didn't really get hurt. I was like, oh, this has got to be a reason why. It's it's, it, it's very interesting now that to see tenfold. Like, okay, she so she's a potential person who can omit light. I like that. All right. We got a pretty so, cool discussion going on right now in the comments. I just want to bring this on on air for us. Um, cause again, it ties into Wanda's uh, control of the hex. And uh, I thought Wanda is slipping in her control. The mailman was not totally in it either. The yeah. mailman has never been totally in it. Why, why are they even receiving mail? <laughs> the mailman is sus. Well, so yeah, got, at the, I wrote it down at the end of the episode, he says, you know, mom won't let him get too far. And I was like, Oh, this mailman's a little. I take that as Dennis. I take that as Dennis dropping the hint, like like Dottie did. Like everybody in town knows that Wanda's something. I don't yeah. know. Dennis is. He made it on the board. He made it on the the physical board. But he is still a lost uh, person. He's got a physical New Jersey driver's license, so he yeah. is different than Agnes from that reason. Dottie still hasn't made the board. So Dottie and Agnes are in a different playing field than the rest of the citizens, including Avilash Tandon. 
and I can wait to talk about that scene. That scene was amazing. Will yeah. we see? Will we see Dottie on the board next episode? That's that's no. the question. That if you know, I had, I don't think so. I think, I think at this point, a lot of the stuff that I've seen out there, I try not to dig too deep, like Helm's Deep, because I know that if I do, I'll un I'll unleash the trolls and all the bad things on the internet <laughs> and spoilers. So there's a little Lord of the Rings reference, gentlemen. But, um, but I I do try to do some mild digging after we have our our multiple viewings over the weekend just to get a sense of what chatter is out there. And the one the one thing that I um, I have come to accept is that I think that there are multiple witches that are at work in league with someone that we have not yet seen. And I am thoroughly convinced that Dottie is going to be introduced as one of them very, very soon. Can I can I theorize? Yeah, go ahead. Is it too early to theorize? So, okay. So I talked about Abilash Tandon, Norm. He works at Computational Services, and Vision snaps him out of it. And he says, we need to get her out of my head, this, that, and the other. They keep saying her. They never say Wanda. Her... Right very well could be Dottie. Um, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I would, I would be shocked if her turned out to be. Uh, well, all signs. Also, so Brian, so this, yeah. so Brian, this is for you, but all, don't all signs point to Dottie. Agatha kind of in the, in episode two, Agatha sets up or I'm sorry, Agnes sets up. She is the one to impress. She's kind of like the de facto it woman around town. Even Dottie, what is Dottie organizing? That whole event before the children event is organized by her. Mm -hmm. So I, I feel like she really is, she is the power behind all of this. And, and she's the one really driving the, the narrative of let's have these kids planting the subliminal messages in, in Wanda's head. I, I think that, I think that we haven't, that, that hasn't, the curtain hasn't been peeled back yet, but it's her. It's got to be her. The mm -hmm. lack of her showing up in multiple episodes is the only thing that has this entire series hinging on her. Um, she's married to the greatest man in town. We all know that already. Yeah. Um, but I, I, oh man, like I, I'm, I want to hedge my bet here. Like I think she means something that I really do, but the lack of her showing up, yeah. if we're going to spend the last third of this show going after her, I hope we find out early on. That so guys, yes. Yeah. So guys, tell us tell us what you think of her in the comments. What what are you? What's your feel on on Dottie? Like, what kind of vibe are you getting on her? Do do you think that Mark, me, uh, am I making too much of her? Do you think that she's not as important as as I'm making her out to be, or do you agree with that assessment? Do you think that there's more than meets the eye to this woman, and she's the one that's pulling the strings? Go ahead, Brian. Here's the deal is I don't know if you guys brought this up. I may have missed this in the earlier episodes, but when she cut her hand on the glass and then you see her again up on stage during the magic show, there's no bandage on her hand. Like she's completely healed up mm -hmm. uh, unless I missed something. I didn't see a bandage on her hand. So uh, James, James is just... wearing his tinfoil hat, man. Like, yeah, it's so... It is absolutely Wanda. And I mean, have you seen that '80s outfit she was in? That's not exactly threatening. So she, right. the most important, the most important thing about that is her accent's gone. She's not focused on fitting in anymore. Her accent is full blown there, and she is threatening and 
coming across as threatening as as she's supposed to, and that scene is amazing. And I can't wait to talk about what a dirt bag Tyler Hayward is. <laughs> I I liked it. Felt like a throwback to Magneto when he likes to disarm people and use the guns and point them back at the people that were originally pointing the gun at him. Yep. That moment where uh, I don't know if that was an intentional nod to the Fox films or whatnot, but when she uses her mind powers to take all the agents and focus on the acting director of sword. It was, it was really cool. All right. So I'm going to be like that guy for just a second. I'm sorry, but yes. <laughs> sorry. Where is, and who is Magneto? That's, I, that's a name that's sort of come up a few times now. And I've got I don't, no, I, I, I got listen, no that's, clue. that's on me. Blame, that's my bad. Blame guys. Mark, I, blame Mark. That's sorry. on me. I'm going so Ethan, I'm going down. I'm going down one of the rabbit holes that oh, okay. I that All I right, saw I can... online. So, again, I can those... respect that. I just have no idea. No, no, no. Well, I I, I want to say this too. So again, I can't I can't stress enough that if you go online, sometimes going to different sources that tell you definitively, like they know that the X Men are coming in, it, it that could be problematic too because I'm not sold on any on anything. We know that the X Men are coming to to the MCU because. Kevin Feige has said so. We know that the Fantastic Four are coming to the MCU because, again, they just spent all that money to acquire the Fox properties so that the first family of Marvel can come. But people are convinced that we are getting Magneto. Um, and again, so the 30,000-foot view of this is that Magneto originally shares the parentage of, Quicks of Quicksilver and of Wanda Maximoff okay. and the Scarlet Witch. In, in the comics... He he is their he is their dad. Okay. They changed they changed that a little bit because again when you had two studios and there were yeah they, conflicting I get so essentially Magneto is an X Men or in the X Men yes. world he's yeah. in the X Men okay. world yeah the he's, specific he's, film that yeah the specific right. film that Mark was talking about is X Men one from two thousand where the cops pulled their guns and he can manipulate metal and he okay. literally pulls their guns out of their hands and points it back at them. Um, it's, so okay. in in the Fox right. properties, Ethan, yeah. in, in the Fox movies, mm -hmm. the Quicksilver that now we have, mm -hmm. spoiler alert, I mean, we're going to talk about the, the crossover, the recasting of Pietro, but the Quicksilver that you see in the Fox movies, his parentage was was properly attributed as it was in the, in the novels where he says in, what is it, Days of Future Past? What, what was the one yeah. that he came in first? Yes. Yes. It was He's, Days of Future Past, and then he wanted to let Magneto know in Apocalypse, hey, you're my you're dad. You're my dad. Mm -hmm. But he didn't feel it best to write, so it never really happened. Yeah. So okay. Seb And Sebastian bringing this up is, again, he's spot on with the books. Magneto is is her dad. So that's why, again, so many people have said definitively, like, Magneto's going to come in. Hmm. And okay. She has different Thank parents. I, I they literally for going they, off in a different direction. But, no, like, they gave us her parents' names in this episode, though. Like, well, I genuinely don't like, believe they're headed that way. Could okay. they just be kind of like foster parents? Like, maybe. You know, not the like, mother. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> not all, like, anyways. <laughs> See and Rob, see Rob. This is why I love you. You're so much more succinct than I just gave. I gave him a mini dissertation to explain yeah. who Magneto was, and there you did it in two sentences. <laughs> I, he is the the X Men villain. The X okay. just like Doom is the Fantastic Four villain. 
um, just like Joker is the Batman villain, Lex gotcha. is the Superman. Yeah, that's where Magneto is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, Ethan's about to be more confused than the week I tried to get out of that. <laughs> <laughs> so as so, Wolf, I I, I highly recommend this. You ready? Yeah, so ready. here's here's your next viewing. Yeah. And I'm you're gonna thank me for this. Go yeah. back in time, fire up on Disney Plus the old X Men cartoons. Okay. Brian's shaking his head. Okay, Brian's okay, okay. shaking cartoons, his head. Cartoons, I'm good. Cartoons, I'm good. I thought you were sending him. No, no, no. The, the cartoons. No, no, no. Okay. I was like, okay. No, go back and watch. So go back and watch the animated X Men series from from the early nineties. Okay. Right. You will. I, you'll thank me. They are so. They're so so wonderful. Yep. That for a cartoon, they're just they're so well written. Okay. They're so well written. I wrote it down. But that's that is honestly the best. Other than going and buying comics and getting into the books, the best way that you could get introduced to the X Men and not want to like, not want to put a pencil in your eye in the latter half of the series is just to go and watch the cartoon. All right, all right. So um, if I may, Mark, we've uh, go ahead. We're take 40 it. Minute, we're about forty minutes in, and we have touched on everything, but we haven't really talked about anything yet. So um, let's jump into the questions. Um, and try and get us back on track. I'm much to blame for this. I am not. I'm not shaming anybody. All right. Um, just to be clear, but <laughs> we actually so much to talk about. Well, believe it or not, we f we fielded a lot of the a lot of the stuff up till now in the timeline that I have that I have kind of planned out. We have two 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 questions, gentlemen. That I'm gonna th I'm gonna put them up back to back because they piggyback off each other. The first is why are there no children in Westview other than Billy and Tommy? And then the other is. Are there no other children in Westview because Wanda's control is painful, which is a great take on this, and Wanda doesn't want to cause pain to her children? This is this is actually my wife's question and yeah. her sort of answer. So I'm I'm pumped to hear your guys like perspective on this. So I told I told your wife on Facebook that I had an answer. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah. Well, I was going to say I don't really have an answer other than what Wanda said to Vision. She said, "Yes, there is." Like when he said, where are all the children? There are no other children in Westview. And she said, yes, there is. Where, where are they at? I, I, I still haven't seen them. I, I see. I don't think Wanda, I think Wanda's just trying to, to get him off of the topic. I, I, I think she has noticed. However, I think we're going Halloween next week. And I think there's going to be a buttload of children walking that street trick-or-treating because I think whoever's running this is going to be like, oh, crap, he noticed. Like, I think the first <laughs> thing we're going to see in those first five minutes is we're going to literally see that playground he was talking about. And it's going to be full of kids, which is only going to make him more suspicious than it is now. Go ahead, Mark. Can we, can we have some fun guessing maybe what little Easter egg costumes some of the kids might be wearing? Like, do you think we might see a old school Wolverine yellow costume in the background somewhere or something like that? Or do you think they would, Maybe not go that direction with it. I hope. I hope they don't go. Back. I hope they go like Iron Man or something. Like I hope they don't go X Men. Like my whole thing about the X Men and the Fantastic Four officially coming to the MCU. Like the only way that's true is Marvel Studios putting all their eggs in the basket of Phase Four working on the purchase of Fox. If that yeah. didn't happen, if that didn't happen, then they wouldn't have been able to use the Fantastic Four or they wouldn't be able to use mm -hmm. the X-Men. I don't think the very first project in Phase 4 is going to all of a sudden bring every single one of these of these people in. And the Fantastic Four thing, um, I just want to say this and then we'll move on. Um, but Monica says she knows an aerospace engineer. If you read the... Now, I told you to watch this episode 
with subtitles on. Now I'm telling you to watch the episode with Spanish subtitles on. Um, don't do that. But there is no hablo español. Says, yeah, when the, when she does say an aerospace engineer, it does say ingeniera with an a on the end of it, making it feminine and not general or masculine, which means it is a female aerospace engineer. Um, my bet it's on a different level, on, everybody. Yeah. My my bet is on Mark. Do you have the pictures that I that I sent you? My bet. We always oh, we're always preloaded. Child dresses Stanley. Stephanie, uh, yes, we oh, do. That would be awesome. <laughs> yes. My bet is on that aerospace engineer being. I mean, it could be Sue Storm. Like, I mean, I know she's a female. My bet is on Talos' daughter, um, that Monica was really good friends with in Captain Marvel. Um, that would make as much sense as as anything. It also could be Riri Williams, who is the lead character in Ironheart. They have already announced her casting, and that show's still several years away, so chances are she's going to show up earlier than later. Um, but she's not really an aerospace engineer in the comics. Like, Sue Storm is possible, but we're not going to get Sue Storm and Quicksilver in the first project of, of Phase 4. Like, I just don't. I just don't see it happening. And it very well could be red hair by putting it in Spanish, making us think it's a female. But if it is a female, uh, Talos's daughter makes as much as much sense to that. But getting back to the kids, I think we're gonna get a bunch of kids at Halloween. Um, I I wouldn't rule out. We already know that that Norm talked about his dad and he can't find his phone and all that kind of stuff. I wouldn't rule out this town being a ton of people that are suffering grief. That Wanda's almost sparing them from their grief. Maybe there was a tragedy that took a, took their children or something like that. She could have this town kind of escaping the grief like she's trying to do. I, I, I think it's I think it's possible. I really do. Um, hmm. I I mean I don't I don't know. Like I hope they're they're that it's not that tragic. But Wanda James, Earth, could you could you just put up the full question for for all of us again? Uh, where you said, "Am I wrong about Rambo?" I don't know what what was the take. What was the take? And then we'll, we'll address it in a second. Sorry, Brian. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I thought you were. No, you're good. Um, uh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, somebody else go. I, I lost my train of thought. If, go ahead, Brian. If Where he's talking about are we wrong about Rambo, yes, they should have stopped after the second Rambo movie. If that's what you're asking. <laughs> um, older Rambo just did not work that well. <laughs> sorry. I agree. <laughs> Sorry, sorry about that. Can, can I, I go ahead? Can I ask a question about the the Lagos cleanup? Because uh, the Lagos yeah. was mentioned was mentioned twice in this episode. Once during the commercial yep. with the paper towel, and then uh, the bloody paper gets, towel. Ooh. Yeah, and yeah. then Hayward Hayward also brought up Lagos as well. Um, yep. It, where 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 exactly does that sort of fall into? The other commercials that we've seen, like it, the the commercials before, sort of seem to have a, a theme almost, and now it just sort of feels like they're. Oh no 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 no! This fits the theme just yeah. as much. This one mm -hmm. we're yep. going okay. on the we're going on the one of Maximoff Trauma Tour. Um, yep. the, we had the ticking bomb. We yep. had Strucker. We had Hydra, and now we have Lagos, which you had physically seen if you have seen Captain America Civil War because that's yep. the very opening scene where Crossbones tries to take Steve with him and Wanda bunches him up and lifts him into the air and then he explodes and kills a bunch of people which is right. what causes the Sokovia Accords kind of in the first place of keeping Wanda under control and the last line of the commercial is for when you make a mess you didn't mean to 
It's brutal and, and it's savage and it's awful. And I interpret it as when you see the mom kind of push the paper towel with the Kool-Aid on the table, her hands become red. I yeah, interpret it as blood blood. on her hands. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. I got okay. real deep there. Okay. Yeah. You've had some people who've theorized that the different commercials are representing Infinity Stones. I don't. I haven't seen. I don't see that yet. Mm-hmm. But I I agree with well, what Brian says. I think I, I think it's the trauma tour. I think that's what every commercial is. It's just displaying various trauma in her in her life. Well, and the real question is why okay. would they skip Quicksilver's death in commercial form? I think the answer to that is she's dealing with Quicksilver's. That's the only part of her drama she's actually physically dealing with in her everyday life. So I think most of these other commercials are subconscious things that she's not dealing with, and she is dealing. She's talking about Quicksilver to multiple people. Mm-hmm. I think if you do a commercial uh, on that, it's almost just too much. Most of these are subconscious things. So to get back to what the comics aren't coming into play here because Rambo was Captain Marvel in them, right? She could become Captain Marvel. I mean, she was Captain Marvel before Carol Danvers in the comics, yes. Um, but she very well could take over the mantle one day. Uh, speaking speaking of which, panel, how, what do you guys make of the... Uh, should, should we just say the, the awkward looks that Monica gives when the name Captain Marvel is brought up? Right. What did you make yeah. of that moment? I'll Let's go talking. around the horn on that. Whoever wants to jump in, take that one. All right. I'll, I'll jump. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. So I just recently, I, I watched Captain Marvel for the first time. I hadn't seen it before. Hey. I watched it for the first time. And I thought it was interesting. Like, I think that what's interesting is the exchange between Jimmy Woo and Monica I, there's like, they almost like are like us, like they're just theorizing at times. And I sort of felt like they were saying like, you know, who would win in a fight? And and it just seemed, you know, just like banter. But there was an obvious moment when Monica was like, oh, I don't like what he just said. Or there was something on her mind about what was said um, that I found a little interesting. But I like how they theorize, they sort of theorize like us, um, about like what's going on. And I kind of enjoy that. There's, there's definitely some tension there. Uh, I, I didn't really put a lot of thought into it other than what we're talking about now. There, there was some tension, maybe some anger, but I I was too, too in depth and everything else to really put a lot of thought into that part of it. I see that. That scene was perhaps the only sequence that I did not read too much into. Knowing what her truth was, which was she probably has not seen Carol since she's been a little kid because Carol's off flying through the universe. So she's probably harboring that that ill will about she left. Then mom gets sick and she didn't come back for that event. She gets blipped. And she really doesn't even see Carol come back to Earth because she was never around for for that. And then, you know, I I think that that's just pure and simple what it is. It's just a very superficial and surface level beef that she has. That's like, you abandoned us. Like, you haven't been back. You know, like, Captain Trouble hasn't seen you. Do you want to be reasonable or do you want to go crazy? Because I can go the other way. All right, go ahead. (laughs) Do it. Go ahead. Crazy. Mark, do you have anything before I, I, I put my tinfoil hat on? I mean, I think you've all said it pretty well. I think she's not too happy that Captain Marvel, she's probably just Captain Marvel to her now. Um, 
abandoned her, especially in like a time of need. She would have loved that comfort coming from her. Um, I, God, I hope Marvel doesn't cheap, cheap us and doesn't give us that confrontation that needs to happen between them, that heart to heart. So I hope we get that moment. So again, just like last week, we are about 50 minutes in. We are going to go over the hour mark because I want to talk about Tyler Hayward and why I've changed an entire theory on this show um, after this week's episode. Um, but Carol, I, I would be shocked if Monica hasn't seen Carol since since Captain Marvel. We know one or we know Monica has been to space. Um, Carol was a good friend to to Maria. I if you want to, again, put the tinfoil hat on, I think that exposure to something very well could have been what caused the cancer that maria had and monica holds maria responsible for that or yeah uh monica holds carol responsible for that mm. i think it also could just be as simple as i've been back for three weeks and it could be a simple misunderstanding of, of monica got blipped carol spent maria's last days with her she died it's still been three years and um, Carol came back but never came to check on Monica. It could be that simple that Carol came back and saved the Avengers, all that kind of stuff, but never came and checked on Monica because she could just be mad at her for that. I think either A, they had a confrontation in space um, because Monica's been to space. We know that. Um, or I genuinely think this radiation can do some crazy things. Monica could have the mutant gene and Maria didn't have it and whatever radiation she was exposed to could have given her cancer and killed her where with Monica, the radiation made her photon or made her spectrum or whatever superhero name is. Um, I think she might hold Carol. If you want to go not be reasonable and get a little crazy with it, we're going to find out. I mean, the person that wrote this line is writing Captain Marvel too. So, I mean, they're setting mm -hmm. something up. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Uh, James brings up the question, aren't the stones gone though at this point? Thanos destroyed them. Did she create or recreate the one for Vision? Is someone trying to get her to make all of them? No, no. I, Kevin uh -huh. Kevin Feige has said that the Infinity Saga, the first twenty three films, is the Infinity Stones are central to that storyline. It can be referenced, yes, but again, you're starting a new phase. The last thing you want to do is make your new phase four rely solely upon everything that came before it. And I mean, people want to move on from the Infinity Stones, obviously. It's Vision's right. life force, and it, he needs the life, the the mind stone to live. But I think the power that Wanda contains is enough to to make Vision live without needing the mind stone. Physically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do we think that Wanda is as evil as they are making her out to be right now? Is there more to this story though than has to be told? This is the question I've been waiting for. <laughs> this is it. Go Somebody ahead, Brian. Mouse ears no, imagine. No, no. Yeah. Um, no. no, I don't think she's as evil as everybody thinks she is. Maybe I don't know. It's it's hard to. Is she mentally inst unstable? Yes. Um, you can go into um, the house of M. Mm -hmm. We can lead into that. They have kind of brought in some stuff from that and some other things too. Um, I can't remember exactly uh, what is it the um, Brian help me out here um, crap I've lost my train of thought anyway there, there's, def there's there's definitely some some uh, 
she definitely becomes a villain at some point, but we don't know if it's going to happen now or later. We don't so, know. It, I, gentlemen, I, I really, I just, if you give me 30 seconds to weed in on this one, I don't, I don't think that Wanda is my take on this. I don't think that Wanda is as evil as they make her out to be. But I think if you look at her history in the MCU, you know, she's experienced so much trauma that right and wrong is somewhat lost on on her. That the world that she grew up in, it really, it really her compass her compass doesn't point in in the right direction because I don't think that I don't think that the compass has a true north. It's not she's such a different entity from vision. That vision, vision always will try to do what's what's right. Where I think Wanda, she doesn't see the world in black and white. She sees a lot of gray because she's seen the worst that humanity has to offer. And then she's also seen the best that humanity has to offer in the Avengers. And I think that um, with Civil War, I think that again, there, that, that to go back to the Lagos commercial, I think that that is a perfect commercial for this. That it shows kind of her state of mind is... Here she was chugging along as the Avenger and someone who was good. And then all of a sudden the world turned on her. And then I think that really threw her for another loop of, you know, who, who out, who out? Like I was told that Hydra's bad and now I'm being told that the Avengers are bad. I don't think she really knows what is good and what's bad. I don't, when I see her outside throwing the drone at them, I see, I see a woman who's just been, not lied to, but put through the ringer, I think by both, by both sides now at this point. And I think that she's really just, she's out for her own happiness because she cannot find happiness in the world of Hydra. She can't find happiness in the world of the Avengers. She's being told something by someone, take care of you, find your own happiness. And I think that that, that really is her, her end game in all of this. And I don't think it's good or bad. I think that she's just had honey potion poured into her ear. And, and now she believes that like, I've tried to do everything for everyone else and it never works. Now I want to find love. I want to find a family. I want to find the happiness that no one is granting me in this world. That's my, that's my take on it. What do you think, Ethan? Um, you know, I, 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 I haven't leaned one way or the other on this. However, uh, the scene where Wanda preaches the the hex and comes out and is looking directly at Hayward when she says, no one is ever going to take him away from me again. Yep. I, I, I just found that very, very telling of the person that we're dealing with. And I, I, I hate to reference it because it's completely off topic, but Daenerys from Game of Thrones sort of was on that same same mindset like she was trying to do good she was trying to do the right thing but every step that she took like things were just not going her way and eventually it led her down a warpath now i don't know if necessarily that's going to happen to wanda i don't think so however i think that she's got the capability to do whatever she wants because she's one bad bad woman <laughs> when she wants to be um so it's it's very interesting, but I did find that scene where she breached and she looked directly at Hayward. I found that very telling that she's not trying to be bad. She doesn't want to be bad, but she can be. Uh, Brian, are you ready for your pictures? Should we pull, should we pull I, up Vision? Do you have anything before we go? Uh, no, I'm excited for these pictures. 
roll, okay. the, roll the tape. I, I, I said it three times on the show that she is being made out to be the villain and the, maybe not primary villain, but the villain in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I do not believe that in any sense of anything anymore. Um, I, you have to look at who's, there's only one single person in this show, not even Monica, is making her out to be the villain. He's calling right. her a terrorist. He's doing, and it's side note, when Jimmy Wu says, I don't like to speak ill of people, and Darcy says, let me say it for you, and she says, yeah, Hayward's a dick, and then it cuts, and it, the full sentence is, Hayward is a terrorist. terrorist that yeah. is absolutely exactly what it is. Hayward is covering himself up. The second he found out Wanda and Vision were involved in this anomaly, he went back to headquarters, because he... <laughs> He says he has to get permission to show security footage from his own thing, of which he's the director of. He's covering right. his butt. Mark, if you could pull yeah. up my, my two images, please. Okay. Um, actually, the next one gets us a little bit closer, if you wouldn't mind. Okay. So right on the far right side of the screen, you have Vision's head, which has a gaping hole of it. In the middle table, you have Vision's torso. On the left-hand side, you have Vision's arm. We know from our previous episode that Hayward has decided to live up to sentient weapon observation and response division, and he's creating sentient weapons, even though Monica tells him that's wrong. Why would the director of S.W.O.R.D. I'm good, Mark. Why would the director of S.W.O.R.D. want to even care to know what the living will of the vision <coughs> is without having spent the last five years during the blip of trying to circumvent that living will and turn his body into the sentient weapon that he knows Vision doesn't want to be. He is turning Monica into this person. He arms that drone with a missile because she's the only one that can tell on him. And she hasn't fully ratted him out yet. But Wanda was not stealing Vision's body. Wanda was saving Vision's Sorry, body man. from becoming a sentient weapon that he didn't want to be. If Vision leaves that bubble, Vision is either going to fall down and become possession of sword or he's literally going to be overtaken by sword, which he, which they cannot overtake right now. But I think the way he's living is sword did all the hard work and wow. she is protecting vision from becoming that sentient weapon that he didn't want to be. Yeah. Ding. That's it. Yeah. Nail right on the head. That's wow. it. She tells That's him it. that I, no one's ever, she's talking to Monica. She says, I have what I want. And you leave me alone, and nobody's gonna ever take her, take him from me. And she turns and looks directly at Hayward, and he says again. He says we we had the missile as a precaution when he launched on her the first chance he had. The guy yeah. is a scumbag, and he's trying to cover his own body. He's trying to cover up his own his own mistake. He went yeah. back. He could have told Monica about this. Like if Monica dies, that's not even Hayward's problem. He he would have preferred it. Like and yeah. I thought about you, Mark, when you said they took away her credentials so she can't go snooping. I mean, that's that's there's something to that, man. Like, yeah, he is covering up his own mistake. There's no reason he should know what the living the, the vision's will is, and he's trying to yeah. paint her to be a terrorist, and she's not. All right, guys. So let's get to the let's get to the payoff of the episode. Maybe it was not a Luke Skywalker moment, but it was still a pretty amazing moment nonetheless. The question that everyone wanted to know is how is Evan Peters X-Man Quicksilver in WandaVision? Have at I'm I'm not even gonna I'm not even Ethan, I, I'm tapping out of this one yeah, just to I, let you know. I had to ask I had to ask Brian because I had no idea. I'm tapping hey. out. The how so the the how of this one for me, the only thing that I would ever have with this is is I throw it to Darcy. I don't know, I don't know, and I don't know.
that's where I, I'm at. Was anybody else? I I wasn't blown away by it. I don't know why, but he like did you he know he was in, Did you know he was in the show? I did. I, I did. So I didn't know. You know, I had heard. I had <laughs> the TikTok world was saying how Quicksilver is going to be in there at some point. So, but I didn't know that. I avoided that spoiler. But when he came on screen, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then when he started acting differently from the Fox way, I was like, all right. He's kind of acting like a weird spinoff Uncle Jesse a little bit. I don't know. Um, that was the 80s. that was the eighties influence. Yeah, you got the leather jacket. Yeah. On this very special episode was the title, which yep. that was the yeah. giveaway too. Yeah. So I, I was a little, I was whelmed. I'm gonna go with whelmed. I wasn't overwhelmed by it. I was <laughs> underwhelmed. I was whelmed. Somebody uh, just watched ten things I hate about you. James, yeah. James just said, "Why?" Also, just as a side note to the to this moment, why was there a breach alarm going off when Darcy says she recast her brother? I, I took that as I took that as the breach was going in. That that was Quicksilver going in. That's how I interpreted it. Right? And he did it so fast that they couldn't pick up on it. Well, he did it exactly. so fast that it was almost instantaneous that he was through and at the door. Right, He's significantly yeah. faster than the Quicksilver we had in old. If it's the same guy, he yeah, can outrun a bullet. Yeah, I'm. I'm this not one. totally sold on that at all. Hmm. I, 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 I mean, right. I'm just not. I'm not. I, I, that's great and everything, but I'm just not totally sold on that. Hmm. And I can't tell you why. I, I just. <laughs> I have to see next week's. Well, yep, for this week, yep. if good answer. If I if I had to venture a guess about why we're getting the Fox properties. Quicksilver, why we're getting Pietro from another dimension. We know again that this is leading into multiverse of madness. We know that this is leading into multiple timelines converging. If you look at all of this stuff with Wanda's chaos, yeah. If if you look at all of this with Wanda's magic, the chaos magic, the fact that she is very, very much in, in tune with like the dark dimension and that she has the ability to open these other dimensions. Dare I would say that the the children play into this, but but perhaps I've seen a lot of theories that maybe this is also about weakening the doors, the doorways, or the or the dimensional portals that is allowing Mephisto, if it is Mephisto, to slip through, you know, space and time, and maybe maybe that's that's where this is all leading. Brian, go ahead. So so the. First and foremost, let's pump the brakes on all X-Men films are now taking place in their own universe. Like Hugh Jackman's not coming through the portal next week. Like we're they're not gonna just it's not all X-Men on the table. This that's not that's not where we're headed. We know it's headed to multiverse of madness. It could be headed to the point where every Marvel film counts in its own universe, all that kind of stuff where they can pick and choose. There's a reason they're using Evan Peters. There was a report back in like June that he had been on set. So I knew he was in the show. I didn't see the, the spoiler, which we talked about last week, which apparently this was it. Um, Mysterio's not, I mean, that's not horrible. There's a reason Marvel's using Evan Peters. They know what they're doing. And if you listen to the um, audio description version of the show, it literally calls him Quicksilver from the X Men films. So they want blind people to be as confused as the rest of us. Um, but. I, I, it's, 
there's a reason they're using him. It could be a, a complete red herring, um, but everybody that says the multiverse is now open and all X-Men are coming and they've always existed, pump the brakes on that one. Like, I don't think that that's where we're headed, and it very well could be, um, but just limit your expectations. I mean, I, 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 there's a specific reason to use a specific character. I don't think this is the same Quicksilver as the one from the from, Fox movies. It may be the skin, but I don't think that's the same same Quicksilver from the Fox movies. So, that's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Hayward's a scroll, Hayward can easily be this guy, too. Like, they're trying yeah. to confuse the crap. They're trying to confuse the living crap out of us, and it's, and it's working. Um, but to say to say this is going full House of M, and instead of saying no more mutants, she's going to say no comma more mutants. Like we're not we're not headed there. This doesn't confirm or officially confirm Magneto's coming or X Professor X or anything like that. It could happen. <laughs> but... Well, ja- so Jared Jared Welch put this one up for you. Is is that Magneto's helmet in the credits, or is it Cerebro perhaps? And from from the fan side, they sent this one in. Oh um, no, that's vision. That's vision. Halloween I think that's time. that's yeah. That's been. I think it's vision. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's vision. been in every single credit. <laughs> yep. Uh, so like Jer- that that came right from yeah. So that came right from our audience that we had that uh, that picture was uh, because the thing was that, that is is Scarlet Witch's um, headdress from her Halloween costume too. It goes right from that to that. Like it, that's yeah. vision. So what you're saying, Halloween's next week? Yeah, suppo- I think uh, so. Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> oh man! Like oh. <laughs> when when an animated when an animated GIF isn't enough anymore. That's right. I have I have one small complaint that I have seen about this episode, and I the thing that does bum me out is the shows that we're most familiar with. Like this group is the '80s and the '90s stuff like that. Now that we're now that we know what's going on, and like everybody's under this spell. Like I'm a little bit bummed that we can't have as much fun in in sitcomville, like because now it'd be a little bit too much. It'd be a little bit too tone deaf if we were having too much fun in in the sitcom world. I wish we had gotten a few more sitcom eighties nineties episodes yeah. before things got too real. Before yeah. we got the very special episode of Jesse Spano I... getting addicted pills. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh james is thro- throwing b- back on us he says it's it's your y'all's fault that we have the tinfoil hats now you jerks yeah. i would have taken Listen, that I, except I, for the word jerks i thought that was me yeah i, I <laughs> james i i owned that in the in the beginning of the show i said maybe maybe we've all we collectively the five of us but we as a as a community have gone a little too far with the speculation and maybe well like brian with and i said Maybe we all just need to get back to enjoying it because it's um yeah it's it's very it's very I, fun. I think we're getting we've surpassed the lost crowd. Remember when everybody was trying to figure out what was happening in Lost? Then again, I think people were just trying to understand the show Lost. It wasn't really trying to figure out what's coming. But I I'm not gonna lie, there are times where I'm just like, can't we just enjoy the show? Yep. A little bit yeah. more and it's very fair dude that's very and, fair and i think if you start looking into it too much like like you said for the first episode first time you watch it switch off just watch mm-hmm. it after that if you want to switch on the search engines okay but i i just i enjoy the first episode i think it takes away 
the enjoyment if you're like oh what is that detail rewind no the episode is meant for you to watch it watch it the whole way through and then if you want to go back and nitpick go ahead so Stephanie just asked Stephanie's us personally, calling us how, out is what she's doing. Yeah. How, oh, often, yeah. how often are, 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 how many times have you been right on one of the big twists? She says she's only at two LOL. Um, you know, like Stephanie, honestly for myself, I don't think I, I don't think I've speculated enough Yeah. or, or like nothing, nothing that I, that I've said that I expect big old has, goose egg. has come in, yeah. has come in yet. So we're I mean I'm I'm zero. Like that's the thing yeah. is we're only literally halfway. Wait, I want to Stephanie. I wanted to hear what are the two that you got correct. Um, so I, I guess I haven't thought enough when it comes to this show. Like other things, I've, I've I'm not Sherlock at any point. But um, Stephanie, I want to hear what the two things you got the bonus I got, points for. I got Darcy and I got Wu, and you did. I've said yeah, a lot of other did. things uh, that I've said a lot yeah. of other things that we haven't have proven wrong like wonder man i still think wonder man's coming like yeah i i do um but yeah like i love this show so so much like it's so good i'm too yeah, so she got the same too i got yeah. nice. i'm too nice. dialed into the comic books i i i, I have so yeah that's why you gotta take I my comic book and you gotta go with the mcu and then just branch out from there and like we'll see i try to but i get a little bit yeah, I yeah. try to, but I, I I I'll start going down that rabbit trail, and it, it's hard for me to stop. I want to come yeah, back to I, West Coast Avengers nineteen. West Coast Avengers number forty three from nineteen eighty five. Vision is on the table. It's sword spread out like that was cool. exactly. I want to come back to this because Rob, Rob, I think Rob you hit the nail right point. on the head. Yep, freaking yeah. Hayward. Hayward tries to use her lack of a name of Captain America, whatever. Like the fact that she doesn't yeah. have a nickname means she's not a superhero. Like get out of here. Hayward. Like, well, I, I, the I end, just kind of, it's building to the end, Mark, right? It's yeah. uh, what I was going to say. It's built. This is building to the end where they finally call her the Scarlet witch at the end yes. of this. That's yep. it. And she'll get a, she'll probably get a uniform too. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think that uniform? that's, that's the <laughs> essence of that. It's going to build to some point where they just finally call her the Scarlet witch. That's yeah. it. That's it. He's well, trying to discredit her, man. Like Hayward's dirty. He's so dirty. Oh, Brian, he's so he's so bad. Brian, question for you: Is Hayward the actor from Nine Nine that was obsessed with Amy? Is that the same guy? No, no, no. That's no, uh, yeah, actor? no. It's a different guy. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, but Teddy, dude, the no, greatest, not, the, the great, easily the greatest reference of the night was the Brooklyn Nine Nine <laughs> reference. Thank you so much, <laughs> Brian. Brian has <laughs> Brian has taken Nine Nine to a whole new world with me. I can't even talk about the Backstreet Boys without thinking of Brooklyn Nine Nine now. <laughs> oh, we're using our made up names. <laughs> I love it. Very nice, well, gentlemen. As as always, if only if only for the rampant speculation. The incessant texting, the tinfoil hats, and just the fun that we have on a weekly basis. If not for that, I, I give great thanks to this show. And I, I do want to say that, Brian, I, I'm going to give you the opportunity because I know you also wanted to talk about this. And I know Mark is going to get super excited about this as well. One, we're only halfway through this show. And what's on the horizon Bum, bum, bum. Oh man! Like if you didn't watch this trailer during the Super Bowl, like we got a thirty-second spot in the Super Bowl, and it was it was good, but the full two-minute trailer, 
So I just want to point, everybody keeps asking, what do I need to know for WandaVision, all that kind of stuff. We want to get you guys uh, set squared away. Mark, if you could pull that up real quick. Um, we got, uh, obviously, Sam, uh, Anthony Mackie, Sam Wilson, Bucky, um, and then the guy in the purple mask, if you don't know who that is, that's uh, Elmet Zemo um, yep. from Captain America Civil War. He's the main villain in that one. And then we've got uh, Sharon Carter down there as well. And then the uh, redhead with the mask, I don't know the actress's name, but she played um, Come on, Star Wars. this nest in, uh, in Solo Star Wars Story. Um, she wasn't the villain in that movie that she was uh, built up to be, uh, spoiler right. alert, but um, she's a really good actress. So uh, if you get bored over the weekends after you watch WandaVision, uh, essential viewing for Falcon Winter Soldier is going to be Captain America the Winter Soldier, Captain America Civil War, and really, I mean, that's it. Endgame sets up uh, who gets the shield and all that kind of stuff. The guy in the middle holding the shield is Wyatt Russell. He's the character of John Walker. He's who the government has decided is the new Captain America and who's the government to tell you that Steve Rogers is, is the wrong guy to pick the next one. So that show, and that's the coolest part about Disney Plus is that show looks completely different than what WandaVision is and we're going to roll right into it and it's going to be, it's going to be incredible. So James, I'm going to, I'm going to do you one up. He's, he's making fun of my Bridgerton affection so i i was just gonna say because we have emily van camp in that poster as a former fan of everwood Castle. not only oh, yeah oh, not, yes of everwood, everwood i get Love emily everwood. van camp and chris pratt right from everwood into the mcu that's on me. hbo max by the way booyah right there so yep. you want to you want to take my bridgerton i'm gonna i'm gonna push all in i'm going <laughs> all in texas hold'em on everwood from the cw <laughs> <laughs> I think it was WB. It was WB. It, it was. was. WB, yeah. <laughs> it was the WB. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> Sebastian, we didn't touch on that. Agnes straight up is a dog murderer. And I think she was trying to age the kids up. And Agnes is, Agnes, but Agnes is trying to help Wanda. She's trying to, it was the ace trope of, of trying to get Wanda to listen to her own advice to her kids if you can't just run from your problems and all that kind of stuff. And Wanda didn't get the message she was teaching her kids, but I think that was the lesson that Agnes was trying to teach her and it's really sad she killed yeah. the dog. Well, listen, yeah. it's not every day that you get a dog and you bury it on the same day. Life moves pretty fast in the suburbs. In the suburbs, that's straight out. Straight out of, I was like, oh, that's like a Ferris Bueller line right there. Love yep. it. Gentlemen, thank you so much as always, my amazing all-star panel. Brian from Mouse Years and Magic, the wolf from the Wolf and Wookiee. We have united, united we fan, <laughs> Brian Lee and Mark Adams. Gentlemen, thank you as always. I, I enjoy these Mondays. <laughs> thank you to those of you who hang out with us and you fan out with us on Mondays. Keep those questions coming, guys. If you got if you got stuff during the week too. We love getting those text messages during the week when you just can't you can't hold in an all weekend and you got it you need an outlet to emote. Keep the good stuff coming. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Excelsior. And as always, we do it for the children. For the children. For the children. Yes, indeed.